Welcome to the SEO Andy podcast with me, Andy Kinsey. And today we've got two Google updates to be talking about, one in late August and one at the start of September. And we've also got a meta description update coming from Google. You've joined us as we are about to talk about those. And we're also live streaming this on YouTube and Twitch. If you're joining us live on either of those podcasts or you are listening to us after the fact, of course, as well as on the podcast, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That subscribe button keeps us going. Now, before we start, we obviously want to quickly pay our respects to Her Majesty the Queen. We're recording this here in the UK, where we're based. The It's a bit of a weird time, as I've just said before we start recording this here in the UK. We're just over a week into the period of mourning. Um, so this podcast isn't going to be hugely full of life, as it usually is. But we want to pay our respects there isn't going to be a podcast next week because we've moved to this bi-weekly schedule. However, it feels right that we pay our respects to the Queen. And I really just want to make abundantly clear that the Queen does mean a lot to us here at SEO Andy and to many of our clients, actually, um, who some of whom carry the... Um, the emblem of the queen, whether that's through um, schemes that she had, they were awarded um, awards such as the queen's award for volunteering sometimes, or whether they were given specific awards for enterprise and things like that. So the queen does mean a great deal to many people across the country. In fact, I think I read a statistic that she had either met or been seen by somewhere in the region of a third of the people in this country. So clearly she had impressed on a lot of people. Um, but without further ado, we will move on to our subjects today. So in late August, this is the Google updates. We saw two, well, we saw one Google update which was called the Helpful Content Update. We'll talk about that in just a second. And let's talk about this first. We had literally, just two or three days ago, on the 12th of September, we saw Google start to roll out a broad core update. Now, we don't know very much about this, and that won't surprise you because Google doesn't really talk about broad core updates, and we have to guess a little bit about these. However... The last broadcore update was back in May, and we are pretty much back on track with these broadcore updates being four to six times a year. They calmed down during COVID. However, this broadcore update, we, again, don't know very much about. However, what we do know is it has been confirmed. It is a global update. It is across all languages. Uh, that confirmation has come from John Muller. Um, we do know that this that is about to take approximately two weeks 
to roll out. So that'll take us towards the end of September. Though the one in May took a little bit longer, I think. They said that would take two weeks. It took about three or four weeks from memory. Um, they have not told us how many websites are likely to be affected by this or what percentage, which tells us that actually it's either going to be relatively high or relatively low. Um, however, we've not seen any major fluctuations as yet. Um, so they may be testing it initially to see that there are no errors. That is, depending on how you feel about this, either a really good thing or a really bad thing. Um, we'll come back to that one because, in my view, that could be a really bad thing because it could hit every website next week. The reality is, is this is not a specific update that we've talked about previously, such as on products, or a specific category update, sorry, um, such as on products, um, This is or on e-commerce, for example. This is hitting every website. And from that point of view, everyone's in the same boat. It's not penalty. It's looking at everything across the board. We'll come back to this in two weeks. The reality is by then we should know a lot more and it'll be the next podcast. The other update, the helpful content update, um, this is looking at whether it kind of feels a bit like the spammy content update we got a few years ago, but this is about whether the content on your website is genuinely helpful to users. Now, the reason I wanted to draw your attention to this is twofold. One is they rolled out an update and alerted people to it. And yes, Google has now dropped a list for SEOs and business owners to say, we've updated this. But actually, the interesting point from this is there wasn't much fluctuation around this update. And the reason we as SEOs found this interesting, or I particularly found this interesting, is that they alerted people early to this update, said exactly what it was going to do, aka if your content isn't helpful to a user and the user experience, you would be demoted. And yet there wasn't much fluctuation. And then... There was, during the update period, again, they said it was going to take a week or two. Danny Sullivan, who is now the equivalent of what was Matt Cutts, the search liaison officer, said, actually, it may come bigger in further updates or broadcore updates. And it kind of felt like this update was more of a shut across the bow, saying, actually... This update is about this, this, and this, and get your stuff in order. And it seems a bit of a weird way to do it for Google. However, if that is the case, thank you, Google, I would say for business owners and people who haven't been doing this. However, I'd love to know who has actually been hit by this because Yes, there was a bit of fluctuation on the last day or two, but nothing significant, even for them, as far as I can see. So 
if we look at the, if I can pull it back up, the um, the Google notes about this, basically, Google Google's notes about the helpful content update say that your content should be aimed at your existing or intended audience. It should clearly demonstrate first-hand expertise and in-depth knowledge. So basically, be an expert in your field and an authority. You should have a primary focus for your content. Uh, after, after reading your content, will the person feel like they've learned something or achieved something? Will, they, will the person feel satisfied when they leave your content? Um, and does it meet the other obligations of other updates and broad core updates? Basically, does it meet the EAT standards? And uh, they give the example of product review standards. The, the reality is, is what they're saying here is put your user first. Put your user experience first. And if by the end of your piece of content, there isn't an outcome that makes that person happy and make them go, oh, yeah, that was quite good. You failed. So, for example, if you're writing an article that is, say, so right now in the UK, about Queen Elizabeth, and if at the end of that article someone doesn't feel more informed at the end of that article, you've probably failed. The, the reality is, is everyone's writing those articles right now. So if you're writing a 200-word piece on Queen Elizabeth, you, you're probably failing because it is a light piece of art, piece of work, and it's not adding to anything. All you're doing is filling space and trying to get some ranking. So you're going search engine first rather than user first, which is what they're warning against here. And you're also trying to attract attention to your website and not adding value. So Google is warning against those. They're saying go user first, not search engine first. Go user first and not simply attracting attention to your website. They're saying in going user first, people will stay on your website longer, which is true. And also, you will be able to build that user experience to get more conversions, ultimately. They're saying avoiding creating um, content for search engines first is basically going to help you increase rankings. And it's true, because people will stay on your website longer and engage more. And we all know that increases rankings, because Google have ultimately said, through things like the page speed experience um, ranking mechanism, that, or factor, I should say, not mechanism, that ultimately experience really helps rankings. So you've got to consider adding value to your content and the outcome of your content. Now, as I say, it seems like this update was quite light. However, we, we don't know in reality. It could have hit a load of sites that already just weren't ranking particularly well. And so the fluctuations that are being monitored are just 
really low down. And they've just been battered even further. However, as Danny Sullivan said, I'll just repeat, he was he's the search liaison for Google. This is, this could hit sites again and again further down the track if they don't notice they've been hit. And so what really matters is the next step. The next time this rolls out, this could be a panda and a penguin update. They could give this a name, and the reality is, is they could roll it out six, seven times, and it could become actually helpful content. It drives the next train of thought, and that's what I think we should consider this being. Not just the case of, oh, we need to change this bit of content once to be a bit more helpful. I think this is a change of thought, a change of thought process for a lot of websites. And I know many websites are already doing this, but I think it goes to a lot of what Google's done recently with its updates. So, for example, product reviews, that was all about quality of content and being used first. And it was the same with product descriptions last year looking at the quality bit and they've been doing this a long time since stop using manufacturer descriptions and they're basically saying make it unique make it user-centric and stop trying to attract the search engine and it's all about being user-centric getting a user outcome and, and getting the user to engage that's the reality of it if the user engages then you're you're going to win this and that's what Google wants. So whilst we don't know a huge amount of who's been affected and who's not here, it doesn't seem like many people got an uplift out of this, that's for sure. And we certainly don't know who's lost. But the reality is, is I think Google will keep beating this drum. And I think we'll see another update of this before the year's out. And I think it'll be much bigger. I think, as I say, this is a shot across the bow to search engine optimizers, to business owners. And in particular, it goes with the product reviews, not least because they mentioned it in their update themselves, to say, you do this, because it'll be wrapped up in another update for e-commerce. Otherwise, you'll be slapped with another update. Or not another update, you'll be slapped with another ranking fluctuation. I think that is the reality of this. So uh, the next set of updates to look at from Google are starting at the start of September is Google has updated its meta description information. Now, this is a bit of a weird one. It's not changed the length of the meta description it likes or the um, how it fits it onto the page. However, Google has updated um, the way it likes to, how best to describe this. So it's given some more examples of what it wants to see. And so it obviously doesn't like just a list of keywords, um, but the best 
thing that we've seen here is that Google has put onto its um, has set, put on has said very clearly that for large database-driven websites, that you can you can clearly use a formula-based system to output meta descriptions. And it said that this is actually considered good practice. So whilst we all kind of knew this and would all kind of do it, what it said is that as long as it's human readable and that they are page specific and unique, this is actually good practice. So it says ensure they're not spammy ensure they're not keyword filled and they're not just lists of keywords you can go ahead on large emphasis on a larger database driven websites and do this now you obviously have to a ensure they meet the parameters of longer and short because google makes clear that having a meta description that's too short is really bad for you but it also says that if you have a smaller website, that you can just take a sentence off the page if it describes the page well. Because Google makes clear that as long as there is a good page description, then having perhaps the H1 tag or the first sentence of the page, if it describes the page well, is perfectly adequate for the meta description. Now, it does say it should be unique, so that might take the H1 tags out sometimes. However, this does, for smaller websites with smaller marketing teams, make life so much easier. However, is this best practice? No, Google makes clear it's not best practice. <laughs> it makes clear that actually best practice remains that you should create unique concise and human readable meta descriptions and if you'd like an example of that i'll link in the show notes to a, a piece i've written about this but it's good to see that google is still on the 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 meta description bandwagon and it's not abandoning abandoning them just yet in favor of just reading off the page another update from google and i am loving that they have done this is they have updated two or three of the um of the schema relevances so if I can just find my list, bear with me two seconds. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, so in fact, they've updated more than two or three. So they've updated the academic values for learning video structured data is a weird you don't need to go into that one if you don't want to they've updated q a guidelines for educational sectors they have removed the date published fact check 
for um, structured data. They have uh, re-added item review date published, um, which is goes in line with the product review information and update previously. Um, and the big one from a realistic point of view for most people is that they've added addition, the ability to add, or clarified, I should say, the ability to use additional type for local businesses. Now, what this means is that if you um, have a local business that does multiple things, you can now say this. Whereas previously, you could only say in schema and structured data that you did one thing. So, for example, if you uh, were a handyman and that was your trade, you could only declare you did one thing. So, for example, you may have to declare you were an electrician or you were a plumber. But now you can declare you're an electrician, you're a plumber, and you're a locksmith, all in one schema using the type slash additional layer. It's still won't always accept it, in my experience, because I tested this. However, most of the time it does. There seems to be a bit of back and forth as to what other data you put in the list as to whether it accepts it. Um, however, it's there, and I think as long as you can get it to broadly accept it and you put it in the right place, it'll be fine. Um, so, it, so, in my example, elect, uh, which I've just read off that page, electrician, plumber, locksmith, goes under type. You don't have to add it under additional type. Um, you can do. So you could put electrician as your main type, and that would be your category, and then your subcategories would be uh, plumber and locksmith. Now, it all depends, in my view, how you have it listed on uh, Google My Business. However, having them all under type is probably my preference itself. So that's pretty much it from Google News this week. Um, the real news, I guess, is those two big updates. I, I can't think of a time when Google's sent a shot across the bow as it did um, with the content update like that, saying you've got to make your content helpful, otherwise we're going to demote you. Uh, and then the update didn't really do anything for people. Uh, as I say, I think that is a real shot across the bow. And I think it'll be rolled in, or rolled out rather, across multiple updates. It will be interesting to see how that goes, as it will the broad core update over the next few weeks. 
Um, that broad core update, as yet, we've not seen any significant movement. We do know it's a global update, as we've said. So join us again in two weeks' time, unless something huge happens next week. And I will see you again in a few weeks. <laughs>